In today's episode, I will explain to you all the available options you have when it comes to migrating your documents to SharePoint Online. Welcome to the SharePoint Maven podcast. If you are an end user, power user, or administrator, frustrated and overwhelmed with all the constant changes happening in SharePoint Online and Office 365, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Each week, you can expect easy, insightful, and actionable steps that will help you correctly set up and adapt to SharePoint and Office 365. And now, your host, Greg Zelfand. Hello again, this is Greg Zelfin from SharePoint Maven, and welcome to episode number 29 of SharePoint Maven podcast. So today I want to go over all the available options you have in terms of migrating documents to SharePoint. Now, when you think about migrating your data to SharePoint, you probably think about uh, all this uh, third-party tools, you know, IT kind of level tools that are available uh, to migrate the data. However, we also have some straightforward and easy to use options uh, for end users as well. And what I would like to do today is go over those options and essentially explain to you what's available to you out there from both end user standpoint and IT standpoint. So there are a total of five migration options available to us. And what I'll do, I'll start with the most easiest one, with the most basic ones, and then we'll make our way forward to the most sophisticated ones. So option number one, the option that does not require any special tools, the option that can be done by regular end users is drag and drop. Any user can just navigate to the site or library, hit that upload button and browse for files and folders, or the user can just drag and drop um, files and folders into a SharePoint document library. Now, I know it sounds pretty primitive, but this option works. And in some cases, I like, I prefer that end users migrate the content and not IT people. Why? Because end, u- end users, content owners, know what needs to be uploaded to SharePoint if they need it and where they need it. So say you're migrating from uh, file shares uh, into uh, SharePoint Online, uh, and you have those very, very deep folder hierarchies uh, on your file shares, Uh, End users will know, only end users will know what they need and if they need it. Uh, Maybe some stuff doesn't even belong in SharePoint. And they can easily make those decisions on the fly and pretty much drag and drop individual folders with uh, contents underneath. Now, obviously, this option does have limitations, right? Uh, If we're talking extremely uh, about extremely large quantities of data, this is not really practical. Uh, but I still find this uh, option quite useful. And like I said, in some cases, I advise my clients uh, to use this option just because end users know exactly what they need and which site, which library they need it in. The second option available to end users is to utilize OneDrive Sync. With the previous option I just uh, described to you, of course, the user has to you know, select the files and folders and uh, upload them manually and drag and drop into SharePoint manually. However, if you don't want to sit and drag and drop and, and watch uh, you, your screen and the files been moved from one location to another, uh, the other option uh, those end users can utilize is OneDrive Sync. Essentially, the way it works is that um, the user navigates to the destination document library within SharePoint Online. They press the sync button, um, thus establishing the connection, a two-way connection between a library and their computer. Uh, let's say Windows Explorer, right? Uh, 
And then the only thing that the user has to do is just drag and drop um, you know, files and folders from uh, their file share into the designated you know, area within uh, synchronized uh, document library within OneDrive Sync. And at that point, of course, uh, OneDrive Sync application will pick it up uh, and it will synchronize those files and folders to uh, the destination, uh, to a SharePoint document library. Of course, the beauty about this option is that the user does not need to sit in front of the computer all the time. Uh, literally, you know, the user just needs to synchronize the library using OneDrive Sync client and then drag uh, those uh, files and folders from existing network drive, let's say, uh, to the designated area and then uh, leave it overnight or something. One additional advantage of this option over the previous one is that it allows you to keep your system metadata in place. You see with the previous option, let's say I dragged and dropped um, you know, a document today, right? Essentially, the in SharePoint, the last modified date would be would reflect today. It uh, would not be the last modified date from three years ago, maybe when was you know the true last time I modified the document. With OneDrive Sync, this is not an issue. So if you modified your document, let's say uh, on January 1st, 2017, and if you uh, drag this document uh, to the designated area within uh, OneDrive uh, on your computer, uh, then when uploaded to SharePoint, the last modified date in SharePoint would still say January 1st, 2017, and not today, not you know when you synchronize it. So it's pretty cool, pretty convenient. Now, of course, this particular option does have limitations as well. Uh, for example, Microsoft does not recommend syncing more than 300,000 files across all the libraries and personal OneDrive. So again, if we're talking about uh, uh, awfully large quantities of data, this option might not uh, be the best one. So the two options I just covered, they were kind of geared towards end users. And again, like I said, in some cases, I do prefer that uh, uh, this is done by end users. Uh, however, if we are talking about uh, large uh, amounts of data, then you would be required to use some sort of migration tool. So option number three that you have is to use a free SharePoint migration tool that is available as part of Office 365. You can just Google and download the tool uh, to your desktop, but you can also uh, access uh, the link uh, to the uh, to the file to the download file from the SharePoint admin center as well. It's a nice little tool that allows you to uh, migrate large quantities of data, uh, and uh, the tool is intended for migration from network drives, uh, from your file shares, as well as uh, older versions of SharePoint like SharePoint 2013 or SharePoint 2016. And it is pretty straightforward to use. Uh, I actually wrote a blog post about this. I will include instructions in the show notes. And while the tool can be uh, utilized by end users as well, most likely, most likely, uh, the tool will be used uh, by UIT team who would migrate, again, large quantities of data uh, from file shares to SharePoint Online. And of course, the best, another best uh, part about it, the advantage of the tool that uh, it's free totally free, uh, and um, it's a relatively new tool, but uh, Microsoft is constantly making changes and adds um, you know, new functionality to the tool, so definitely feel free to check it out. 
So this option that I just covered and uh, the two you know, previous ones kind of assume that the uh, documents uh, that you are migrating would be residing uh, either uh, in the previous versions of SharePoint or uh, in uh, network drives in uh, some existing file shares. However, uh, what's pretty common these days is that you might be moving to SharePoint Online, to Office 365 from other cloud uh, providers like Google Drive, Box, Dropbox, etc. In that case, we do have another option, migration option that is available to you. Option number four, Mover Tool. Mover is a platform that allows you to do cloud-to-cloud -cloud migrations. All right, and it was acquired by Microsoft in 2019, uh, and now essentially it's part of, I guess, uh, Microsoft family. And you can use the tool to migrate from one cloud platform to another. In our context, of course, you can use the tool to migrate, let's say, from Dropbox to SharePoint Online, or from Google Drive or Box to SharePoint Online. So I actually wrote another blog post on how to use Mover tool, how to use Mover for migration with a step-by-step -step instruction. So feel free to check it out. Uh, and just like with any other migration tool, I think you kind of just have to give it a try and see how it works for you. So again, this uh, option, this option number four is kind of unique. You would only use this option if you do cloud to cloud migrations. It's not going to help you if you're migrating from file shares or older versions of SharePoint to SharePoint Online. The last option you have when it comes to migration, option number five, uh, is to use third-party migration tools. Now, before we had Mover, before we had this free SharePoint migration tool, uh, we had all sorts of third-party migration options, and we still do. And they do have some advanced functionalities compared to the options I just described. And what's nice about those third-party migration options is that um, you know, these are some advanced uh, tools we're talking about. Those tools um, usually allow you to generate reports. So even before you start your migration, it will advise you if you are going to encounter any issues, uh, let's say with your, uh, you know, file naming convention or any restrictions, limitations we have in SharePoint Online. The third-party migration tools also allow you to keep permissions um, that you used to have in your source and pretty much migrate as is to destination. Uh, the third-party migration tools usually um, have a nice kind of handling for metadata. So let's say you define your custom metadata and everything and content types uh, in an older version of SharePoint, and now you are migrating to SharePoint Online. It will get to keep, well, create and keep uh, the metadata uh, that you created um, uh, with the older versions and pretty much uh, you know migrate everything as is to modern SharePoint. Another added benefit of these tools is that once you migrate to SharePoint Online, you can uh, use uh, those same tools um, you know, to reorganize your data. So for example, if you migrated a bunch of you know, files and libraries into one site and all of a sudden you need to uh, move it somewhere else, let's say you would need to move a few libraries to completely another site, you can use those same tools to do just that. Uh, because unfortunately, out of the box, there is no uh, way uh, there is no easy out-of-the-box way to uh, move the entire library from, from one side to another. Of course, with the third-party migration uh, tools, you have to purchase the licenses, all right? Uh, unlike the other options, uh, which were free, uh, you do have to pay you know, for licenses for the third-party migration tools. Uh, but of course, right, it might make sense if you have lots and lots of data 
uh, it, it definitely uh, might uh, you know make financial sense uh, to purchase one of those tools and utilize them for migration and then a reorganization of data within SharePoint Online. So this was a quick overview of the five available options when it comes to migrating data to SharePoint Online. Uh, hopefully you learned something new today. As always, happy to see you on my blog, sharepointmaven.com and talk to you next week. Goodbye. Thank you very much for listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. 